Joining us on the phone lines, our good friend from the University of North Carolina. He is the play-by-play broadcaster for Tar Heel football and men's basketball. Jones Angel now with us here on the WPTF Morning Show. What's going on, Jones? Hey, Rob. How are you this morning? Hope you're doing well. And uh, no action uh, for the Tar Heels this weekend. They, of course, had that game against UConn up in Newark City on uh, on Tuesday night and now have a little bit of a break due to exams. So they'll be back in action next Saturday. Another big-time matchup, this time with Kentucky, but uh, taking a step back here for a couple of days anyway to uh, get a little bit of rest and uh, focus on the academics, and then we'll get rolling again here soon. Yeah, let's let's go back to Tuesday night's game at uh, Madison Square Garden against uh, the defending national champions of UConn. Uh, it, it was a pretty solid game. I, just, I, I felt like I was watching it, and uh, I felt like the Huskies just made a few more extra plays in that second half to be able to pull away. Yeah, UConn's really, really good, first of all, and I thought that game was more about how well they played more than anything else. You know, they're a very good team. They shot the ball very well. Um, I thought Carolina uh, got a little bit out of sorts in the second half. I, I thought, um, you know, when that game got a little tight uh, with you know, eight minutes left, so they, they got away some from their offense. Uh, that have been relatively effective to that point um, and kind of let R.J. Davis, who's you know, a very good option, but let R.J. Davis kind of dribble around and pull up for jump shots, which is, again, not a bad option sometimes. He's an excellent player. Um, and in total, Carolina didn't shoot the ball great in this game. I thought UConn did shoot the ball well. Um, Tarles didn't rebound well enough. I did think that was a big negative coming out of that contest, Rob. UConn out-rebounded him by 10. And, and a lot of those were offensive rebounds, but it wasn't necessarily turning into a lot of extra points for UConn. It was more just keeping the ball away from Carolina, yeah. not allowing the Tar Heels to get in transition. Um, and it felt like UConn was able to run what it wanted to run a lot easier than Carolina was able to run what it wanted to run. So um, I think right now UConn is better than Carolina, and I think UConn's one of the five best teams in the country at this moment. Um, I don't think the Tar Heels are there yet, but nothing about that game changed my mind um, about who I think Carolina is or can be. I, I think the Tar Heels are a good team with a lot of growth in front of them, and uh, that that's still the, the thoughts that I have coming out of that one. Yeah, it, you know, it's not the end of the world or anything. They're still seven and two, still looking strong, still ranked, and uh, still a lot to uh, to get to. Uh, with a couple of more non-conference games before we really get into ACC play uh, after the holidays. But uh, the next game up, like you said, off this weekend, uh, the kids are taking exams uh, over there at UNC Chapel Hill. Uh, But next up, uh, next Saturday, going to be another neutral game down in Atlanta taking on the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, That is bound to be a a really good one as well. Yeah, this is a really difficult Stretch, and we've talked about it some the last few weeks, Rob. I mean, they're in this eight-game stretch of the the three games in the Bahamas, and then Tennessee, and then Fort State, and then UConn, and then Kentucky, and then Oklahoma. So um, this is a really challenging stretch. It's as challenging an eight-game stretch as I can remember, and certainly one I think that you'd put up against any uh, yeah everybody. Uh, most well, I shouldn't say everybody. Most good teams this time of year are playing other good teams, and so they're going to have stretches of difficult games, but to have eight in a row is, uh, is an extended stretch of really quality opponents, um, that Carolina is playing. And so, um, right now they are four and two through the first six games 
of this eight-game stretch. And so you've positioned yourself okay, considering the level of competition that you've played. Um, But I think Carolina still needs to get at least one of these final two games of this non-conference push um, before then they have a game against Charleston Southern, um, who's having a difficult year. In fact, I think their coach has uh, left in the middle of the season. Um, So that game comes up after Christmas, and then after the new year, um, you get into nothing but ACC play after that. And so I bring all that up because Carolina still has these opportunities in front of it to pick up some quality wins before you get into conference play, but you're going to have to play well. And I think, Rob, these next couple of weeks, in addition to those games, it's just an important stretch to get better as a team. Because once you get through the Christmas holiday, because I think we're talking only three more games for Carolina before the new year. So they just don't have a whole lot of games left um, this month just because of exams and holiday and all the different things. But then once you get into early January, then it's uh, you're in the, the rhythm of two games. You know, you're playing a, a Tuesday or a Wednesday, then you're playing a Saturday, then you're playing a Tuesday or a Wednesday, then you're playing a Saturday, and, and it just keeps coming. And so um, for Carolina, this is not only an important stretch um, because you have some big-time opponents and finishing up this difficult schedule stretch, but it's an important period to, to try and get better as well because I think it's harder um, – to make uh, large steps uh, as far as your growth once you get into conference play as far as practice times and things like that. Obviously, you want to continue to improve. But I think this time of, this time of year is, is really important for that. Got a couple minutes left with you, Jones. Uh, since the last time we talked with you, we found out that the UNC football team uh, now knows which bowl game they're going to play in, the Dukes-Mayo Bowl <laughs> over in Charlotte. So I found it very funny that uh, you know the Tar Heels started the football season in Charlotte, and now they're going to end their football season in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. Uh, but the Dukes Mayo Bowl against West Virginia. I know, you know, we still got some time, but have you started prepping? Have you done any research and, and getting ready for that game, looking into, you know, uh, all right, what can we expect out of West yeah. Virginia? You know, not a ton, Rob, but I can tell you that they've had a very solid year. I mean, they're 8 4. They came in with a lot of questions leading going into this season. You know, their head coach, Neil Brown, um, was on a lot of those preseason hot seat lists and things like that. And, you know, he and his team have really responded and, and had a really high-quality year. They've got some really good wins in there. They beat Pitt. Um, they beat BYU by 30 at one point this season. Um, they really run the football well. Uh, they're averaging better than 240 yards per game on the ground, and so that'll obviously be something that Carolina has to get ready for uh, before they see the Mountaineers coming up on December 27th. And, you know, all, all of their – even their losses, their, their losses are to good teams. You know, they, they lost to Oklahoma. They lost to, I think, Oklahoma State. And, you know, so the, these were not, and they weren't blowout losses. This has been a team that all year long has been very competitive, um, has had some big road challenges that they have been able to step up to, and have really played solid football all year long. And so for Carolina, you know, it's going to be a big challenge. But I still think, Rob, it's hard to even – get your arms around it because you don't know who's going to be on the rosters of yeah. either team. And from the Carolina perspective, um, you know, you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. And so um, it, it is, it has become harder and harder in this bowl game time period to even really get a feel for the game up until yeah, maybe a week or two before be, because there just still is so much roster movement in this month of December. And I think that prompts a whole larger discussion 
about how to change the calendar of college football. And this month of December is, is ridiculous between early signing period and the transfer portal and trying to prepare for bowl games and the semester ending. And um, there, there's just a lot happening all at once that makes it a very difficult time period to manage from a personnel perspective. And, and I and I hope and wonder if that'll be something that can be addressed moving forward. But uh, for this particular game, it's going to be a big challenge for Carolina. I think particularly on that defensive side, being able to stop the run is, is going to be huge. All right, last question for you, Jones. Uh, the best part of the Dukes-Mayo Bowl is that the winning coach doesn't get Gatorade dumped on them. They get a giant tub of mayonnaise dumped on them. Would you ever have Duke's Mayo poured over you? No, I hate mayonnaise. I, I, <laughs> say, I'm, I am not a mayonnaise guy. So I think when I was younger, I think I probably would have. But as I've gotten older, that's one of those things where – you know how you, you do get you – know, a lot of things don't get more fun when you get older, but uh, there's some things where, you, like, I don't like green peas. I'm just not going to eat them anymore. I'm 40. I don't right. – so, you know, ma- mayonnaise, is, mayonnaise is right there for me. I'm, I'm into anti-mayonnaise. Not anti-Duke's mayo. I'm happy they're there and, and uh, the Tar Heels are playing. But the actual substance itself, uh, I could do without. Jones Angel, not a fan of mayo. All right. <laughs> Jones Angel, you know, play-by-play voice of – uh, University of North Carolina. Thanks so much, Jones. Enjoy your weekend, man. Thanks, Rob. Talk to you soon. We'll take a break.